Imagine you're walking down the street, minding your own business when out of nowhere, a brick wall appears and you run into it. Ow. So you rub your nose, get a little angry, and go around it. And as you start back on your path, an open manhole cover appears and you drop in. It's a small one, so you climb out, dust yourself off, and continue walking. Things start going well when suddenly... Yep, and there you are, without so much as an umbrella. Sounds like a cartoon or a bad movie plot? Nope, it's called life. And those obstacles? They're adversity. Hi, I'm Jen Banks. On the groundbreaking podcast AS for Adversity, you join a community of resilient individuals and learn that the way we respond to adversity shapes our character. Every season deals with a new theme. So visit Facebook and search AS for Adversity or download the podcast from the Apple Store or other podcast provider. A is for adversity. Life transitions come in all different forms. It's sort of a mixture of excitement and sadness, honestly, as you transition from, you know, kindergarten to first grade, high school to college, maybe even those kids leaving you as an empty nester. Well, whatever the change you're navigating, Studio 5 relationship contributor Dr. Matt Townsend wants to help you find a comfortable space you can sit in, somewhere between longing for the good old days and the fears of what's to come. Matt joins me in studio. Thanks for being here. Good to be with you again. You are experiencing a few of these transitions yourself. Yes, it's we're near empty nesting. Like we're we're throwing a few out and then some are just flying away and it's terrifying. Yeah. There is a syndrome, you know, called what? empty nester syndrome. Really? For real. It's not like a real mental health issue. It's just we're we don't like being alone. Yeah. And a yeah. lot of us are suffering from it. So that's that's the scary part, but here's the cool thing. Whenever there's that pain, it means there's something we can gain coming down the road. So that's what we're going to work on. Pain to gain. Pain to gain. you got to have both. I, I, I remember a quote, and I, I think of it often, from author and, and speaker Sherry Dew. She said, grief is an enhanced form of gratitude. Yeah. And this sort of is a grieving thing, right? Absolutely. As, as transitions happen and energy in your family changes yep. and, and little spirits leave, and it's a lot. No, it is a lot. In fact, and that I think that quote came from an article where she was talking about the, the passing of her mother. Yes. So this, this grief can come, it just means you've loved, right? So anytime you feel sadness or sorrow, especially around a human being, it means you've gone really deep with them. And so the deeper we go with people, the risk is the more pain we'll feel. And so you have to be willing to take both sides of the equation. If you want the joy, you got to take the pain. And um, honestly, it, it doesn't have to be devastating. Because there are, there are other lights that will come on if we'll go looking for them and turn them on. You have four ways to yeah. help us find those lights yeah. and help turn those on. First, you say all of those feelings we just described, you have to embrace them as your teacher. Yeah, feelings are the teacher. They're, I kind of think of them as like the smoke detector. Smoke detector in our house doesn't always mean smoke. Sometimes it just means the oven was opened. And um, I don't think that's how they're supposed to work. But they go off every time we open the oven in our house. So it just means dinner time. Um, so we've probably trained our kids improperly, uh, but the, the feelings we all have are a sign of something we've loved that we feel like we're losing, but the feeling isn't necessarily right or wrong. It just is. So everyone can just accept the feeling you have. If you're really sad when your children are going away to school, that's just telling you you've loved deeply and you're in this state of this new phase. If you are so excited for them to leave, that's telling you something too, okay? <laughs> it's saying you're cold and you're mean. No, it's just saying, it's just, it might be saying you're ready. 
You're ready to move on. Yeah. You're ready to launch your life. So don't just, don't get overwhelmed by the feelings. Notice the feelings and then let them teach you and take you to what you can appreciate about where you've been. I think one balm or one strategy that we tell ourselves is, okay, don't make it about me, which yeah. is a good sound yeah. principle. Right. But there are some things here that are about you. Your yeah. life is changing yeah. and your role is changing. And you say with that, you can expand your vision of yourself. Yeah, a lot of us over the time get kind of stuck in a, not a rut, but a place where we think this is who we are. Our identity is we are a mother. Our identity is we are a mother of small children. We're a mother of teenagers. We're a mother of, are we still a mother when they go to college? Or do we end up giving up that role? And so if you frame yourself too tightly, you end up restricting your ability to handle these moments of transition. That's good. So we need to, we need to broaden out, expand our vision of who yeah. we are. Yeah. You're not just what you do. You're also kind of how you do it. You also are your values, right? So a bigger vision, instead of being the mother that's now lost everything, you might be um, a mother that now moves on to the next stage of modeling, for your children. Mm -hmm. You're now going to show your children how to do the adulting stage. Mm -hmm. You might be going into another value. You're not just a mom who can play with the kids. Now you're a mom who can focus on her health. You're now a mom that can teach your kids how to communicate better. You're now a mom that actually has a really powerful relationship with the spouse. So what you're describing is this, this moment of rediscovery. And yeah. you say along that rediscovery path, look for fire and passion. Yeah. And especially fire in the growth and the development. A lot of us, we were born to develop and grow. I believe we're on this earth to develop and grow. Where did that fire go? We, we got good at the one thing we're good at. And once you're good at the one thing you're good at, I guess you want to just keep doing it. But the real interesting thing about growth and optimal psychology is you must be challenged. Every time you run into a challenge, it's an invitation to grow up and learn skills to handle it. So when you're feeling sad about the children going, it's an invitation to start growing and developing and challenging and challenging yourself. What is it right now that the world needs you to learn and grow so this stage isn't as traumatic as it is right now? And finally, in the 30 seconds we have left together, what, how do we look at our relationships in this phase? Yeah. How do we focus? What is our goal with these changing relationships? You finally have time and you finally have focus, why don't we now go back to all the relationships, not just the ones that you think you're losing, but why don't you go back to the ones you're not at, your nest is actually not empty. If you just look back in your house, you might have a husband sitting there. <laughs> I'm not saying you all do, but you might. You might and not, some have three or five, is whatever. Whatever is? you got. That's is what that it is. is. There's some that? guy back there eating your food. Okay. But you also have grandparents, you have in-laws, you have people that, have, that need your attention and your focus. So you can take all the gifts you've learned and redirect them to the people you love. Those are the words that we need and the words we're happy to hear. Matt Townsend, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, Jill. For being part of this show for all. Yeah. 17 going into yeah, 18 it's it. it's We're real. grateful for you. I am Thank too. You. Thank you.